Hey guys, it's Joel Bucket here on behalf of FFA Next Gen with our next episode of Career Conversations. If you did miss the first episode, then please check it out. It's with Leon Stevenson and it's up on the website. Um, but today I'm joined by Jenny Chan from Simmons and Simmons. Um, we're going to be discussing her career and also the advice that she has for our Next Gen members, in particular our Women in Fund Finance members. So I'm really excited to talk to Jen today. Welcome to the Fund Finance Association Next Gen Podcast, Career Conversations. This podcast aims to highlight industry leaders, their career mistakes, lessons learned, and advice they have for the next gen group of the fund finance industry. Please welcome your host, Joel Bucket. Hey guys, we're joined by Jen Yi Chan from Simmons and Simmons. Jen, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? Yeah, all good, all good. You know, it's um, it's just after the Easter weekend that we're recording this, so uh, it's been very relaxing. Awesome, good to hear. Um, so we'll just jump straight into some quick-fire questions. Um, on, for the audience's benefit, Jen doesn't know what I'm about to ask her. Um, <laughs> so first and foremost, um, what is your dream holiday destination? Oh, it's got to be somewhere with a beach, uh, some sunshine, lots of good food, um, and uh, plenty of water sports. That sounds ideal. Um, do you have any hobbies outside of work? Mm, difficult one, but uh, Pilates and yoga uh, are definitely things I enjoy doing. So it was quite nice to have the uh, Women in Fund Finance uh, Yoga Day. Oh, nice. There must be a thing with senior lawyers and yoga because Leon said that in our last podcast too. Ah, um, yes. Yeah. It's the way we keep calm. <laughs> what did you want to be growing up as a child? Well, uh, I, I, I could say lawyer, but that really wouldn't be true. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wanted to be lots of different things. Um, no specific thing. At one point, I thought being a journalist would be quite interesting. Uh, I've always enjoyed writing. So I guess, you know, law is a form of that. Um, so I guess you could say I realized my childhood dream, but uh, perhaps not quite the writing I had in mind as a child. But yeah, lots of lots of different things. Cool. And finally, if you could choose a superpower, what would it be? Mm, it would be um, to be omnipresent. So everywhere at once, uh, being able to do and see lots of different things at the same time. Guess that's kind of like your career in law, right? <laughs> Trying to do so many different things and juggle competing priorities. Yeah, well, I, I, I can see lots of parallels there. Being invisible might be quite good too, but uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thanks. Well, we'll jump straight into the actual questions now. So first is, um, what is your morning routine? Uh, so for those who know me uh, well, I'm not really a morning person. So I like to keep the routine to, to a bare minimum just to get out the door. So uh, wake up, um, put on some random clothing, uh, get a big mug of tea and other uh, caffeine products like a big mug of coffee after that, and then to, to head on into work. So I, I, I wish I could say, you know, stuff like, oh, yeah, I run four miles uh, before I get to work, but that, that wouldn't be true. <laughs> That's the same as me. I'm just really efficient, straight in the door. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, moving on, if you could mm. give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Hmm. Um, that's a tricky one. I think it would be to 
grab every learning opportunity that you can to kind of be open to new experiences, you know, to, to be proactive, I think, in managing your career, seeking out, you know, good mentors, um, learning opportunities, as I said, um, and, and just, um, just, just trying to, to be present in the moment, you know, in terms of, of absorbing as much as you can. Nice. And is that based on any particular experience that you've had in your career in terms of sort of grabbing every learning opportunity? Or is there like a good example you could come up with where you were proactive in that regard? Um, I, I, can't, I can't think of any specific thing, but I think uh, one of the things I think that's probably been quite helpful is having some really great colleagues around me as, you know, as I was kind of coming up through the ranks and colleagues and clients, I would say. Um, and, and when you're surrounded by, you know, people who are interested and love what they do and who are, you know, really good uh, at what they do as well, I think that can be huge, um, a huge inspiration. And, and when you see them, you know, behaving in positive ways in terms of how they proactively um, seek to learn things, you know, how they, they question things in terms of how something's done a particular way and why it's got to be done a particular way, then I think that that then encourages you to do the same. So that's probably been the biggest, I guess if I had to pinpoint one thing, that's probably been the biggest uh, positive thing, I think, in, in, in my career sort of coming through. And it still happens today, right? Because you never stop learning. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think you can take it for granted that you've sort of reached a certain level and, and that's it. You know, there's nothing more to learn because there's always something new and something different. And I think that's what, also what makes this particular area that we're in quite interesting, right? There, there are always new fund structures, you know, the investors have kind of new uh, things that they, they, they want um, in the documentation. And of course, as, as a financiers, um, you, you, you have to cover that off. So, yeah, that's probably what I would say. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Um, so we've, I guess we just look backwards. Now, looking forwards, mm. what kind of advice do you have for young industry professionals in the fund finance space today in terms of progressing their careers? I think there's so many opportunities in the fund finance space. And that's for, you know, everyone in the industry, whether you're, a, you know, a, a banker, you're a service provider, um, like a lawyer or, you know, and, and anyone else kind of in the industry. In terms of, I guess, advice, variation on a theme, you know, in, 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 in of the sort of grab every learning opportunity bit I've just said, I think be, be open to other people's views um, and, and be flexible, I think, as well in terms of uh, where you think you can best develop. So by, by, by that, I mean, you know, obviously look, look to your, to your immediate peers. But equally, you can also learn things from people in other industries in terms of how, how they do things. Um, I mean, an example I guess I can think of is, you know, we've got, um, we've got our securitization colleagues and, and increasingly some of the uh, fund structuring um, solutions and funding solutions that we look at have got that component to it. So, you know, being open to how people do things in different areas, I think, is, is quite useful uh, as a young professional to to try and absorb all of that, assimilate that, and then try and develop best practices for, for yourself, right? Because you've got to be 
authentic and true to yourself in terms of of what you think is important to you and your own values and 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 so in in terms of learning from somebody else it's taking that but also making that yours yeah i think that's a really good point and i guess in your industry but also i guess across the broader fund finance industry as a whole people mm. can be quite wrapped up in more routine transaction related tasks so how would you recommend people remain adaptable and not lose sight of the broader picture do you have any tips in that regard yeah that's a, that's a very good question because it is very easy to get lost in i guess the the day to day right and and we all have demanding jobs and it's only 24 hours in a day and you've got quite a lot to execute in that time i think I think some of it is about um setting aside some focus time maybe in your diary or you know on a on a regular basis um and I think you know we mentioned yoga at the beginning you know whatever it is that works for you to have that time to take a step back um you know from time to time just to reflect on on what it is that you want to achieve longer term and and obviously everything you do day to day is important to to achieve that um but I think that's a good way of not losing sight of the broader picture and then taking time out as well. Um and I've been very fortunate in having great mentors in this space. Taking time out as well to to chat with them and say, you know, well this is kind of what I'm thinking of doing. This is where I am at, you know, do you have any thoughts on that? And I think that that helps you not lose sight of the broader picture. Just getting that point of view. Yeah, I agree 100%. I know that I have a mentor through the FFA and JP Peters at Combit Consulting and he's so useful for me to sort of bounce ideas off of and just to sort of take that time out of my diary to really discuss my development and career trajectory. Um yeah. and I found it's really helpful for just focusing you and sort of aligning what you're doing day to day with your longer term goals. So yeah, 100% um yeah. agree with what you're saying there. Yeah. And um, absolutely, you know, it's it's getting somebody else's point of view, right? In in on 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 what you think is important to you. And they might be able to offer up some insights as well in terms of their experience in this area. And and people talk about mentoring, you know, in in a sense of, you know, maybe maybe talking to somebody, you know, more uh, senior or developing in whatever industry you're in. But equally, you know, you, it, there's there's also other types of mentoring and it's it's always useful to hear views from people who've just graduated or, you know, who are who are new to the industry or maybe in a different industry, right? Because they might they might come up with different ways of doing things. So that's also quite useful. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. Um mm. I guess I had one more question for you Jen. Um mm. like obviously you've progressed a long way to becoming a senior leader in a predominantly white male dominated field. And so I wanted to ask like how has your experience as somebody from a minority background shaped your career and how do you feel your experience has perhaps differed comparative to a so-called stereotypical white male lawyer? Oh that's a That's a difficult question Joel. I I think it's it's been a a challenge um if I'm being if I'm being honest um and and not just for me right for for anybody who is uh diverse or or different from the norm in whatever industry or whatever situation that you're in. Um 
And I think what a lot of people would say in this situation is, you know, it, it, it's quite important to, well, certainly to me when I was coming up through the ranks, not to be seen as a kind of token participant or, you know, somebody who was there just to fill out the diverse uh, stats. And, and I think a lot of people do feel that way, um, you know, that you're, you, you do want to feel like you're there in your own merit. Um, but, but equally, I think a lot has changed um, I'd say in the last sort of 10, 15 years, and, and I'd like to think f for the better, um, there's still quite a long way to go and you just need to look at some of the stats to, 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 to back that up. But it is something that I think we're all collectively responsible for. And it's not just kind of, you know, HR or PR speak, and it's not just about the policies. Um, and, and I think what has become perhaps easier to, to do um, you know, and you've had, you know, things like the Me Too movement, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and, and that, that has sort of come to the fore. So I think it's become easier and more acceptable for people to call out bad behaviours. And I think that's been very helpful in, in tackling uh, biases, you know, and, 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 and lots of training, I think, has, has gone into um, shifting people's mindsets away from certain preconceived notions as to, as to what you know, should be the, the order of things. Um, so it's, yeah, I, I think in, in, in a nutshell, it, it hasn't been easy sometimes. And, you know, sometimes it can be a bit lonely if you're, you know, diverse in any sense, being the only person in the room. But I think it's quite important to, to persevere, you know, to feel you're, you, 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 you've done it on your own merits. And then, you know, whatever you can do, right, once you're in, in that in, in, a, in, in a fairly comfortable position to be able to help others, you know, a, along the way. Um, and, and this, this uh, applies to people who, you know, who may be not in the minority in, in that particular sense, you know, they, they, they equally have a role to play. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's a really important point, especially around the education piece. I think that educating people, particularly people that aren't from a minority background is key. Um, and I guess just to wrap up um, on this point, do you have any advice for our Women in Fund Finance members or aspiring more junior female leaders um, with regards to overcoming biases? I think, um, I think you, you need to be, I mean, this is, this is my, my personal view. I, I think you need to be authentic in terms of, who you are and to be true to yourself. And, and so, you know, that's, that's kind of things that you can control. Things you can't control, um, so sort of external behaviors, and this comes to your point about overcoming biases. I, I think you, you can do your best to, in, in terms of how you behave um, and the things you can control, for instance, in terms of uh, talking to people about it or, um, calling out bad behaviors. Those are certainly things that you should certainly do. Um, and that would probably be the, the biggest piece of advice I, I would give, you know, as, as long as you're true to yourself and you know, you're kind of doing the right things. Um, and you're, you're also encouraging other people to do the right things, then that is probably the best way of trying to move things forwards on this. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really good advice. Um, 
that is all we have time for, unfortunately. Jen, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I've really sure. enjoyed talking to you today. Oh, no, that's a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Awesome. Thank you.